What is up, Fantasy Football Fanatics? This is the No Catch Fantasy Football Podcast, and I'm your host, Zach Bridger, aka at No Catch Fantasy Football on TikTok. And let's jump right into it today. We got a lots of fun stuff to cover about week six of the NFL season going into week seven. We're going to talk about my NFL picks, my week seven waivers, or week seven booms, our week seven sells and buys, panic or don't panics, and our week six boom review. All right, let's jump right into it. This last week, we didn't have the best NFL picks, but we came in at about 500, which wasn't terrible, but we're still in the green. But here, I'm going to give you a flawless week seven. I think these are locks this week. A little bit easier of a week than last week, in my opinion. Cross the fingers, you know. Hopefully it is. All right, I got the Cardinals over New Orleans with their hurt quarterbacks. I got the Packers over the Commanders, the Ravens over the Browns, Bucks over the Panthers, Bengals over the Falcons at home, Cowboys at home beating the Lions. We got the Giants beating the Jaguars away, the Colts beating the Titans away. We got the Texans beating the Raiders on the road. We got the Jets on the road beating the Broncos. My Chiefs beating the 49ers on the road. We got the Chargers at home versus the Seahawks. That is going to be a really interesting game in my opinion. I think the Seahawks have a chance to win, but we'll see. And then I got the Dolphins at home versus the Steelers Sunday night. And the Patriots locking up the Bears on Monday night. Well, yeah, that's an interesting slate of games this week. Hopefully the NFL will be more fun in week seven than it was in week six. Also, shout out the Padres. I'm wearing my jersey today. Rep in San Diego. We just made the NLCS for the first time since 98. Oh, man, it feels great. But, man, I if there's any baseball fans, let me know if I should cover any baseball in this or any underdog picks in the future. Just comment on my social media. And now, we ride. All right. Sorry. I had to change some stuff up. Put on Do Not Disturb. (laughs) All right. These are waiver wire pickups for week seven. And these are five players you have to pick up off the waiver wires going into week seven of the NFL season. Going into week seven of the NFL season. All right, coming in at number five on our list, he's rostered at 50.3%. He's the lone running back on our top five for waiver wire pickups. Yes, his name's Brian Robinson, coming back from getting shot. Humble young man. He is the starter as of now in Washington. And I think this team will be even better under Taylor Heineke's reign at QB. O-line still sucks. Brian Robinson, he had 12 points in his first start in the NFL. He had 14 yards or 14 attempts, 41 yards, and a touchdown. I think he's going to do just fine. I mean, they're going running back by committee. He's going to have some struggle games. 
but you just he's a starting running back in the NFL for a reason, and they drafted him for a reason. You got to plug Brian Robinson in. I believe the O line will get somewhat better, and Taylor Heineke will pepper him with some targets. He's number five. All right, the number four player you must pick up off waivers this week. I got you right here. His name is Daniel Bellinger, and he's the tight end for the Giants. Rostered at 2.4%, very low. Back-to-back 10-plus point weeks. The Giants are heavily involving him in this offense. He ran in a touchdown a couple games ago. I mean, um, Daniel Jones looks like he loves him as a target. Um, He's just going to be a reliable target and only rostered at 2.4%. If you're a guy streaming tight ends like me. Daniel Bellinger is a great pickup of choice. He's very overlooked and could put up solid numbers. I don't, I mean, let's see, we're going into week seven. That's 12 more weeks of the football season. I don't, I see Daniel Bellinger putting up 10, 10 plus point games in that time span. I mean, the Giants' uh, wide receiver core is just warped with injuries, so Daniel Bellinger is still going to get a lot of work. Following him at number three. Here's your number three pickup of the week. Your number three waiver wire pickup is a tight end for the Broncos who got drafted in the third round this last year and just made his debut and just scored a touchdown. Just scored a tutty tonight. Greg Dolchich. I think that's how you say it. He had 12 points tonight, 12.4 points tonight. Two catches, 44 yards, and a touchdown. Russell Wilson loves tight ends. They All the Albert O hype before the year, people forgot about, forgot about Greg Dolchich. He's a great target for them. He looked explosive out there. I mean, if Russell Wilson can just throw for more than 15 yards in one half, <laughs> maybe Dolchich exploded even more, but he's going to be a great pickup from now on down the stretch off the waivers if you need some tight end help. All right, our number two waiver wire pickup, Giants wide receiver, yet again, another rookie. There's a theme on this list. His name's Wandale Robinson. Surprisingly, only rostered at 6.3%. That is insane. I mean, the Giants, they have they have injury struggles for wide receivers. Wandell Robinson, if he stays healthy coming off that injury, he could be the wide receiver one for the Giants, who are 5-1. Yes, you should pick him up immediately if you're struggling for some deep-end wide receiver help. And Daniel Jones is just going to keep throwing him the rock. All right, our number one pickup off of waivers this week. He is one to take a flyer on. Honestly, if this offense produces for the Arizona Cardinals, Robbie Anderson got traded today. He's our number one pickup of the week. We're only rostered at 29% in leagues. I actually had him as a waiver wire pickup after week one. He is a fantastic wide receiver. If Kyler can get him the ball and then mesh, he can be really dangerous while Marquise Brown is out at least six weeks. 
but he's kind of a short-term play. I mean, if you're struggling now, you need to win now, and your goal is just to get into the playoffs and see where you can go from there. Send it on Robbie Anderson because he's going to do big things. He got an upgrade at quarterback, best quarterback he's ever played with. I mean, he has the future wide open. He slides into the number two, number three role. Well, Rondell Moore is kind of an interesting role. Robbie Anderson slides into the number two wide receiver role immediately. I think he'll have an impact on the Cardinals. All right. Those are our five waiver wire pickups of the week. And now we'll go to our week seven flex booms. Your five players that are going to absolutely boom out of a flex spot going into week seven of the NFL season. Number five on our flex boom list is Rondell Moore versus New Orleans. Yes, yes, yes. I You should not play flex players in your Thursday night slot. Rondell Moore here, I think he's an outlier this game. I mean, I don't believe Robbie Anderson's quite with the team yet. Rondell Moore being the number two receiver this week. New Orleans is just giving up points like crazy. And, I mean, Marquise Brown's injured. So, number five flex boom is Rondell Moore. He's going to have a great game, even better than the last two weeks. If you don't have him yet and he's on waivers, pick that man up immediately. Rondell Moore is going to boom in week five. Week seven. Rondell Moore is going to boom in week seven. All right. Our number four flex boom. Oh, my gosh. Here. My number four flex boom in week seven is A.J. Dillon versus the Commanders. The Commanders, um, both running backs versus the Bears had pretty decent games versus the Commanders last week in that Thursday night game. I know they were both in single-digit points, but this Packers team, I think they can get a win, and A.J. Dillon is going to be a big part of it. I know that sounds crazy, but A.J. Dillon's going to get a lot of rushing attempts this week. Versus the Commanders, and he's going to have a solid week. He's going to put up 12 to 15 points. Hopefully, I'm not wrong on this one. All right. Our number three flex boom for week seven is Tony Pollard versus Detroit. We're going RB2 City this week with with Tony Pollard against Detroit. Detroit has allowed the second most fantasy points to running backs. Ezekiel Elliott has had his week last week. I think Tony Pollard's going to go crazy and rush for at least 80 yards this week. I mean, they got... I mean, what else can I say? Detroit's run defense is terrible, and Tony Pollard's going to have a field day. All right, our number two... Flex boom for week seven is Brian Robinson versus Green Bay. They got toasted by Brees Hall. Green Bay got absolutely toasted by Brees Hall. 
Reese Hall's a good running back. I mean, Brian Robinson, I think he can do something similar. Taylor Heineke's back. We'll see how this offense operates. But I believe um, Brian Robinson's going to have a great week in week seven. He's going to get fed the ball. He hasn't been extremely efficient so far. But I just believe he's going to have a huge week. All right, our number one flex boom. Our number one flex boom for week seven is Wandale Robinson versus Jacksonville. Yes, pick him up off your waivers and start him immediately this week. He's going to do big things versus Jacksonville. who's allowed 10 plus points to four Colts receivers last week. He's just, he has a path to greatness this next week. The Giants are going to go crazy against Jacksonville. And, I mean, he's an easy, safe play at the flex position this week. That's why he's number one on my list. All right, let's move on to the next segment. Flip a page here real quick. All right, our week seven panics and don't panics. Someone to stay up. All right, all right. Our week seven panics and don't panics. Here are three players you should absolutely sell and panic on going into week seven of the NFL season. These three players are James Robinson, Daryl Henderson Jr., and Jeff Wilson Jr. (laughs) I know, I know. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me explain myself right here. All right. The first player you should panic on and sell on going into week seven is James Robinson Two single-digit weeks. Travis Etienne's workload is improving. But if you if you know a James Robinson truther in your league or someone that's interested, you may want to dump him off for a RB2 option or someone with upside. I mean, Etienne's getting more involved in the passing game. Robinson looks like he's churning downhill. Everybody thought he was the steal of the draft in week two or three. But it turns them. He's came back to earth. He's an early bloomer. And Etienne's looking like... They just look like they want to get Etienne more work in Jacksonville. Hands down. Go trade James Robinson. Go panic on him. All right. Our number two player you should panic on is Daryl Henderson Jr. I know he just had a 13-point week. Looking very solid against the Panthers, though. I mean, the Rams' offense just looked really well. They were playing the worst team in the NFL, in my opinion. And Matt Stafford actually found, like, four receivers, and the Rams were actually worth something in fantasy this week besides Cooper Cup, which is rare. But, yes, you should trade Daryl Henderson. Panic on Daryl Henderson. The Rams love to do running back by committee. They're not going to stick to Daryl Henderson. Even with them sticking to Daryl Henderson, their O-line is terrible, and they just can't block for a running back. Sean McVay hates running backs. He'd rather use Cooper Cup to run the ball in the air. (laughs) 
Just you should panic on Daryl Henderson. Trade him immediately. Jeff Wilson Jr. had a point five point week. You may be a week late on this one, boys. Elijah Mitchell's coming back soon. You need to absolutely panic on Jeff Wilson Jr. Point five week. They just brought in a backup running back and played him. It's clear Kyle Shanahan just doesn't care. It's whoever gets the job done. Um, Elijah Mitchell gets back in a few weeks. Jeff Wilson Jr. will not be worth anything unless Elijah Mitchell gets hurt, especially in this unpredictable 49ers offense with a very injured defense that looks like it's going to need to pass a lot. All right, those are our three panics going into week seven. Here are three players you should buy or not panic about going into week seven of the NFL season. All right. These three players are Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin, and Drake London. I'm going to talk about Terry McLaurin first. You should not panic on Terry McLaurin. Carson Wentz is out four to six weeks, and Terry McLaurin was wide receiver 25 with Taylor Heineke at the helm last season. Taylor Heineke is going to make this man a wide receiver one. You should absolutely go buy Terry McLaurin right now. This is not a false alarm. Go buy Terry McLaurin. He's wide receiver 25 with Taylor Heineke at the helm last year. I mean, these next four to six weeks, Taylor Heineke might honestly steal the job. I know the O-line's terrible. But Taylor Heineke knows the team, knows the playbook. Heineke magic is among us. And Terry McLaurin's going to benefit a ton. Go get him. And do not panic on him. All right, our next player you should not panic on is Deontay Johnson. He may look a little sluggish. I'm not sure what round you drafted him in. But he's averaging over 10 fantasy points in a down year for fantasy which is good. Um, this offense actually looks functional with whoever's at the helm. I mean, uh, Pickett has a concussion right now. So while Trubisky's back, Deontay Johnson's a must start with Trubisky playing. Um, Kenny Pickett seems to like Pickens a little more, but um, Deontay Johnson's just going to average solid, solid points. Go buy him low. And if you have him, don't panic on him. You may have drafted him a little high, but he's a great flex option week to week. Deontay Johnson is a guy you can't panic on no matter the situation with the Steelers. All right, and our third player you should not panic on is Drake London. A couple sluggish weeks. Looks like Mariota's liking Kyle Pitts again, but this offense is not meant for just one player. I mean, they scored 28 points last week. Mariota did a lot of it with his feet, but he's not always going to have that option. Um, The 49ers were absolutely broken on defense. Just everybody's out. And Mariota took advantage of it. But Drake London, someone you should buy low, or if you own him, don't panic on him. I mean, you probably got, got him for a pretty low value, and he's a great player to put in there at the flex. Or maybe wide receiver too if he heats up. You should definitely hold on to Drake London if you have him. Or buy him low if you do not. And those are our panics and don't panics. All right. 
here is a, this is a little new segment just for a few minutes. Um, I'm probably going to post this on TikTok. It's your fantasy tip of the week. Here's your fantasy tip of the week. We're explaining how you should trade. How you should trade. There's some things you should look at when you're trading a player. You should totally throw out the round you drafted a player. You should to- the round you drafted a player, you should totally throw it out the window. I mean, it does not matter when you draft them. That's a sunk cost. Their value now is what you're worried about, or their perceived value in the future is what you should worry about in a player or their future matchups or um, the standing of their team. Forget rankings, draft choice, projections. All those don't matter. It's how you personally feel about that player and the system around them and whether they will be successful and consistently successful throughout the year. Key on consistency. And also, there's different philosophies. You should only go with your true philosophy on that player. That's what makes fantasy football fun. Your philosophy holds supreme because it's your team in the end. You are the GM. You're the head coach. You're everything. Play who you want to. Don't take anybody else's advice without considering your own voice in your head first. All right, that's the fancy tip of the day. Now back to our scheduled recording. We're going to finish this podcast off with our week six flex boom review. I just posted a TikTok, so go check that out. But honestly, for our week six flex boom review, we did pretty good. I mean, I I was pretty adamant on Eno Benjamin, but he did the worst. Um, I had, yes, I did say Antonio Gibson on the podcast, but I threw that out the window when I knew James Conner was going to miss. And I posted a TikTok to Eno Benjamin would boom, but he only had 9.5 versus Seahawks. I mean... If he gets to start versus New Orleans, definitely run with that. You gotta play him. And then Travis Etienne had twelve point eight. He keeps climbing. He's looking like an RB one soon. I mean, on his own team, but an RB two realistically or a flex play. Then Rondell Moore with ten point nine. I mean, he's a steal of the draft if you got him late like me. I mean, he's gonna be a great flex option, especially with. The standing of his team, Kyler, they love to throw screens 50 plays a game for some reason. Cliff Kingsbury on the hot seat. But yeah, Rondell Moore, 10.9 points. Jacoby Myers with 10 versus Cleveland. Cleveland secondary didn't play well, but they didn't play well against everybody else. (laughs) Jacoby Myers, actually. Um, 10 points, though, we'll take that. I mean, flex play, you were probably okay with that, especially on a down week. And our number one flex play, well, actually, is more like you're running back one or two on your team. But he did go off, so I told you so. Brees Hall at 20.1 points versus Green Bay. That Green Bay is going to get ran over this week by running backs. Big trust. All right, and um, that was our last segment. If you enjoyed the podcast, Go sign up for Underdog Fantasy using code ZBridger. That's Z-B-R-I-D-G-E-R. And we'll catch you next week. Toodaloo.